Hey, what's up, everyone? This is Ren with Dance With My Demons podcast. Are you looking to start a podcast? Then let Buzzsprout be the way. Today is a great day to start your own podcast. Whether you're looking for a new marketing channel, have a message you want to share with the world, or just think it would be fun to have your own talk show. Podcasting is an easy, inexpensive, and fun way to expand your reach online. Buzzsprout is hands down the easiest and best way to launch, promote, and track your podcast. Your show could be online and listed on all the major podcast platforms like Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, and many more, just within minutes of finishing your recording. Podcasting isn't hard when you have the right partners, and the team at Buzzsprout is passionate about helping you succeed. Join over 100,000 podcasters already using Buzzsprout to get their message out to the world. With Buzzsprout, you can create something great together. Follow the link in the show notes, which lets Buzzsprout know we sent you. Buzzsprout will send you a $20 Amazon gift card if you sign up for a paid plan, and it's sent after a second paid invoice, and it helps support our show as well. Buzzsprout, the best way to create a great and professional podcast. Later. Hey, what's up, everyone? This is Ren with Dance My Demons Podcast. This is episode 18, and I've entitled it, When Venus Crashes Into Mars. On this episode, I want to talk about relationships. More specifically, relationships between two people who are both managing a mental illness. So with that being said, sit back, hit play, and welcome to Dance My Demons Podcast. Hey, what's up everyone? Welcome back to the show. This is episode 18, When Venus Crashes Into Mars. Can't believe we're already at episode 18. Season 3 is coming to the end soon. Just a few more episodes left. But uh, with that being said, let's get right into it. Um, This episode, I want to talk about relationships. Uh, It's a lot of the episodes I've, I've done, they're all based on my experiences, but they've also been inspired by questions that people have. And I do receive quite a bit of questions from my listeners. I don't usually do, I shouldn't say usually, I I never done a a question and answer type of episode before. And I'm not really looking to start that, um, but I will say that all episodes are very much influenced by people's questions. And one of the questions I get the most is in regards to relationships. And probably the number one question I get is, can two people managing a mental illness, you know, be able to manage a relationship or survive in a relationship? And so that's what literally inspired, you know, this episode. So as we all know, relationships in general are very complex, you know, and in our days, you know, you have so many different types of relationships, you know, man and woman, man and man, woman and woman. There's so many different complex you know, variations of how to manage a relationship. 
but in my experience I can only speak about the man and woman relationship um, and me you know living with you know being bipolar for you know being diagnosed for about 13 years now um, and being in a relationship now with somebody who's also managing a mental illness and it's also new to that person um, in the future you know there will be an episode specifically in regards to my significant other but in this episode this is more or less you know my perspective way back in season one episode 10 I did an episode with my significant other and I and that was more or less her perspective now you know the dynamic has slightly changed a bit and I want to speak about how I manage and how I cope with somebody who's also managing a mental illness like I said as we all know relationships can be very complex they're never easy there's plenty of ups and downs so when you add to the dynamic a mental illness you're adding even more complexity to it and even more to it that can make it difficult um, probably the number one thing when managing a mental illness is managing triggers so being in a relationship with somebody with a mental illness you're kind of each other's triggers you're you know in your when you got things are going really well you know it's awesome you know when you're perfectly in sync and things are going well communications going great it's perfectly great but as we all know nothing is perfect and managing a relationship you know when you trigger each other as it is you know men and women are very very different and not just physically mentally and emotionally as well and how we view things the perspective from a male perspective to a woman's perspective is very very different and to all you ladies out there I'm sure you can agree with that and to all the to all the men out there I'm sure you can agree with that it's hard enough to manage a relationship and then you add to the mix managing a mental illness triggers you know you can literally be each other's triggers um, you know one person might be going through you know their high or their low and in, in their mental illness while the other may be going through the opposite and you're trying to figure it out and it's not always easy you can kind of recognize signs and symptoms of one another but it doesn't always mean you understand what that person's going through so you're you're still still trying to figure it all out and a lot of times I think when you're managing a relationship with a mental illness there's a lot of kind of maybe walking on eggshells kind of trying to I guess not trigger or disrupt your partner and th that can be kind of difficult for yourself because you know you don't really want to be walking on eggshells with anybody you want to be as comfortable as possible in your own skin and also in, in a relationship um, it's nothing worse than being stressed out or feeling withdrawn or uncertain because you know your partner may be making you feel a certain way so it's it's definitely a tough dynamic to to balance it's not a perfect science um, is you know is it possible yes it is possible um, to manage and have a very 
successful relationship um, in a long-term relationship it's it's not an easy process let me just say that first and foremost um, I think one of the toughest things that I go through is I never feel like it's okay for me to not feel myself I always feel like like I almost have to kind of like fake it till I make it kind of thing um, to make it through because living with somebody who has a mental illness as well it's difficult for them and I don't think they always know how to manage it so I think when I feel like I want to fall apart I feel like I really can't because my partner will suffer in the meantime because of it so a lot of the times I spend a lot of times you know just kind of walking through with that somewhat of a I don't want to say a fake smile, but you're definitely trying to hold it together during some times. Sometimes it could be obvious, sometimes it may not, but it's difficult um, because you definitely don't want to put, you know, what you're going through onto your partner because, you know, like I said, it's triggers that kind of disrupt the mental health managing process. And if, you know, one is going through something very difficult and the other isn't, it's almost like you're going to trigger them too and that's what you're trying to avoid is these triggers so it's, it's a very weird balance um, that you have to kind of maintain now like I said it's not always easy sometimes you do you can't really just help it and you just kind of crash and burn and go through what you go through and you just hope that you know your partner will understand and be okay and kind of hold themselves together because Sometimes when you do crash and burn, you, you really can't hold it together for the both of you. You can only do it for yourself, and that's totally okay. You can't always expect your partner to be that strong. You can't always expect your partner to hold it together for you. Sometimes they need to crash and burn too. Um, you're gonna stumble. You know, anybody who's you know living with a, man, a mental illness knows you're going to stumble. You know, there, it's virtually impossible to be 100% happy, bubbly, happy-go-lucky all the time. You know, there are so many different things going on in our lives from relationships to work and school for some or the seasonal changes. and It, it could be so many different things happening around you that could cause you to not feel great one day and maybe more than one day it could be for days it could be for weeks it could be months you know whatever it is it's it's a struggle and managing a mental illness is always going to be a struggle um, so you, you're kind of hoping that you know you can be there for one another but with the understanding that there's gonna come times where you just can't on the positives you can check each other, you can help each other out when you, you know, kind of be there when you see your partner is going through something, making sure that they're okay, making sure, you know, medications are being taken, things are being done to kind of look out for one another. You know, it's, it's I guess, one of the benefits of having a partner who's also going through something similar. 
Now, always understand that individually, anybody living with a mental illness, their experience with it is going to be very unique to them. You know, are there going to be similarities, you know, from one to another? Sure, but it's going to always be very unique to each individual. And I've said it in the past, it's almost like fingerprints. Everybody's fingerprint is unique to themselves, and it's exactly the same with living with a mental illness. Your experience with it is going to be very unique to you in comparison to your partner. And then you add into the mix of either male and female perspective, which is already a very big difference from an emotional level, from a mental level, um, and how we view things, it's very, very different. So we have to kind of be mindful as best as we can of each other's wants, needs, and what we may be going through, and how we view things. You know, what me, what we may feel for ourselves doesn't necessarily apply to our partner. You know. You can't just be, be like with your partner, like, well, hey, I, you know, if I can do this, you can do this too. And, and that may be the case in some cases, but not always, you know. You really don't know what the other person is feeling, what extreme they're feeling. You can watch and observe from an outward perspective, from the physical and see how, how they're behaving and things that they're doing and stuff. But from an internal perspective, perspective it's very very different so what one person might be you know smiling on the outside might actually be screaming on the inside and you know you got to kind of be mindful of one another and respect one another's you know place and space that you need of at times from one another even um, because like I said you know relationships can be very complex and one of the biggest things with mental illness is triggers and you know being in a relationship with two people with mental illness is all about complexity and easily are trigger triggering each other through some of the good times and also through some of the bad we have to be mindful of one another and respectful and understand that um, just because we're going through something you know, we have to kind of be mindful as not to abuse your partner or mistreat or kind of take out on them what you're going through because it can happen very easily. And it's not by something by fault or by on purpose. It's just, you know, you're struggling enough with your own individual self trying to work through what you're feeling. And it's not always easy to maintain. It's not always easy to control how you're feeling for yourself. So can you imagine? You're trying to make it work for yourself, you know, and you're struggling. Can you imagine what it feels like trying to maintain for two people? It's not easy, definitely not easy at all. It can make you question things. It can make you question your life, the choices that you're making. Can you do this? You know, can you make this partnership work? Can you not? You know, it, it requires a lot of patience a lot of understanding, a lot of expecting the unknown, a lot of expecting what may be happening today may be totally different tomorrow. Um, a lot of be okay with not expecting anything. You know, sometimes 
you know, we can get our expectations really high from what we want from our partner and be disappointed. And if what I, one of the things I think I've come to learn or a way to cope and deal is not to really expect anything because I already know that mental illness is, it's like one giant question mark you're living with because you really don't know from moment to moment, from day to day, what to expect from yourself. So you can't really expect a whole lot from your partner. You, know, you go with the understanding that things are gonna be okay and you're gonna work through them. But with, a, I guess, a perspective of, I don't wanna say be okay with being disappointed, but I guess prepare yourself for the worst off. Um, I think it'll make it easier for dealing with and coping and managing each other and being able to lift each other up when you don't expect anything from that person. Um, it's, I know it sounds strange, it's almost like a downer in a way, but it's really not. It, it's, I find it to be the healthiest way to be able to manage expectations I guess you know you know if you don't expect anything you won't be disappointed um, and it makes it easier when things don't go well you know you're like okay you know I knew eventually this would come and and you know I'll deal with it um, but if you go in there with these really high expectations and really high hopes that everything is going to be great and from moment to moment things are always going to be perfect and awesome and you're feeling great you really are setting yourself up for a disappointment because, you know, from personal experience for myself, living with myself, um, from moment to moment, things could change. How you feel, what's going on inside, what's going on, you know, what's going on on the outside of you, everything is just, you know, happening to you. And I, I, from a, I can only imagine from a female perspective, um, mentally, emotionally, hormonally, there's so much going on um, from the female perspective that, you know, I can imagine the difficulty it must be for my partner. Um, so that's why I thought it was very, very important to discuss, you know, about relationships and uh, being that it's one of those questions that constantly I'm asked in regards to the show and, and my perspective on, on you know, mental illness. The relationship aspect is always probably the number one question that gets asked the most. And I hope my listeners continue. I hope you all continue to, you know, send in your, your questions. You know, you could always find me on, on Facebook, on Instagram, you know, it's Dance With My Demons podcast. And you can find me on uh, the WhatsApp, Dance With My Demons podcast, you know, anywhere you can submit your questions and, you know, it, you may not get answered right away, but I am reading them and I am seeing them. And if any of these episodes, you know, you feel a certain connection with them, it's probably because it's inspired by one of your questions. So I hope you enjoyed this episode and with just two more episodes left to the end of season three, um, you know, I hope you all tune in next, well, the next two weeks, I'll bring episode 19, a brand new episode, but reminder that, you know, after season three is over, we will be back again July 25th of this summer for the kickoff for season four, so the show is going to continue and continue to roll on, so I hope you enjoy this episode, and I hope you tune in in two weeks for the next episode. 
So with that being said, stay strong in mind, stay strong in heart. But most of all, don't let the demons get you down. Later. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode. I'll be back with an all-new episode very soon. Until then, you can catch past episodes of Dance With My Demons podcast on anywhere you listen to your favorite podcast on. You can also catch me on Instagram at DanceWithMyDemons69, on Facebook, DanceWithMyDemons Podcast, on X at DWMDPodcast69. And also, if you or somebody you know is going through an emotional or mental crisis, 988 is the National Suicide Lifeline. Keep that in mind. We're all in this together and everybody needs each other's help. So until then, stay strong in mind, stay strong in heart, but most of all, don't let the demons get you down. Later.